<laughs> All right, Shime Time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. We'll celebrate uh, our Red Sox gambling at some point here in this podcast. I have no Red Sox bets for tonight to give people. I have no football thoughts. I have no golf thoughts. I just have <laughs> one a rolling thought. Chris Shine, good morning, buddy. How are you? Michael Mutnanski, good morning. It is a blessed, blessed day. It really is. Um, and this will be I, – I, well, I'll, I, I will, I'll save the wet blanket stuff for the end. By the way, it's, it should be a – it should be a very good day. If you're listening to this podcast, you care about sports betting, you have an interest in sports betting, you want to be able to bet on sports, maybe you're just a resident of Massachusetts that wants their freedoms allotted to them by the Supreme Court in 2018. Uh, we are as close as ever uh, to that freedom of sports betting here in Massachusetts as uh, the House and Senate agreeing on a compromise, as we'll get to here in a second, as we're talking right now at 10.19 a.m., Shime, on Monday. Yep. I don't think the governor has technically signed the bill yet, but the expectation is that uh, the bill that was approved by the House, then voted on by the Senate, approved there 36 to 4. Uh, a sports betting bill will be on the desk of Governor Baker at some point today. He will sign it, and then officially we'll be able to say Massachusetts is a legal sports betting state. State 36, I believe. Here in this uh, great country of ours, the United States of America, August first, two thousand twenty-two. Uh, yeah, this is uh, my, this is awesome. I I can't believe it actually got done. You and I were extremely pessimistic the last couple days. Yep. About this getting done. By the way, everybody was. Yeah, yeah. There was outside. There was one. very little hope. There was no silver linings. Nobody really expected this to get done, and they blew past that deadline. And they were apparently very committed, far more committed than we expected them to be to getting this deal done, and they did. Five o'clock this morning, it got done. They tweeted it out. Uh, who is it? Ron Marciano, I believe it was, tweeted it out that they got a deal done, and uh, so now we're just awaiting on Governor Baker to sign it, and I am thrilled. I can't yeah. believe we actually got this done. The Speaker of the House tweeted it out early. Uh, I unfortunately, like I, so I... I I was very anxious about this getting done. Um, I heard nothing during the day yesterday. Sent some text last night around dinner. Hey, you tweeted out was, at two thirty this morning. You're well, like, I uh, have no clue what's going on. No, no, nobody did. Like, so I, I, the one note I did get from somebody was just so you know that the twelve o'clock deadline is a soft deadline. There, there's a there's bylaws that they can extend this out, and so I was like, well, if, it'll get it done before after midnight. And then midnight, nothing came. And then they had the tweet where it's like, well, we're going to go extra innings on this. And then it was going till 2 o'clock, then 3 o'clock, then 4 o'clock. I woke up middle of the night, nothing done yet. Tweeted out, started sending texts to people that were involved in the process that was going on. And they were, there was, there really, there was a feel that if it had taken that long, Shime, and they were willing to sit there until 5 o'clock in the morning, that they must be close to a deal. 100%. But it's still, the people I was talking to did not think it was a slam dunk until. Uh, I missed this because I fell back asleep, unfortunately. But I, I, I got some text around 4.45 saying, look, this seems very, very likely. And then 5.10, the Speaker uh, Mariano tweeted it out. Um, the House voted on it. The Senate approved it a couple hours later. And, uh, yeah, as far as getting done, uh, maybe people in that room were confident, Shine, But everyone around it, there wasn't confidence that they were going to reach a compromise, which for sure they did. Uh, the, the, Senate, the Senate's bill did not get a lot of what they wanted here. The House bill, which we liked from the beginning, Shime, really yep. is the bill that they're going to send to Governor Baker. Yeah, um, I mean, we basically get the same thing that Jersey has, correct? Very similar, very similar. Um, the, 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 the key points here, if you're a, a sports better, okay, people, first of all, we, listen now, when can you bet on sports? Let's start there. 
The retail unsure. sites, Sean, the retail sites will be up first because they have to. there will be a vetting process for the mobile sites, and they may not yeah. have all the mobile up and, and ready to go, but they're going to try to expedite some of these mobile companies. I think like DraftKings and FanDuel, those that are already in good standing across the country, yes. they're trying to expedite those. But my, my feeling is that the retail sites like Encore, Springfield, um, Suffolk Downs potentially, uh, what's one, a, Pl- a Plain Ridge or Pl- yeah, Plain Ridge uh, Park Casino, which is a barstool Penn National property. I think those are going to be most likely ready first, but I'm not confident in saying you'll definitely be able to bet on sports by opening day of the NFL season. But I think those will be first. I think those will be in the fall. Would not be shocked if full mobile is not up and running until sometime in 2023. Yeah, best which- guess talking to people this morning. Which is fine. Like if we, as long as there's some form of being able to gamble a little bit, even if it's not all the mobile skins. But you give me DraftKings FanDuel in time for football season, I can I can live with that. If it doesn't get all up and running until January 2023, I I can I can handle that. Yeah, it's it's um, I, I'm with you on that. Again, beggars can't be choosers. Um, and, and as far as the t- that's that's the timing part. People are so if I any, any information I get as this process goes on, I'll certainly pass it along. But I'm just trying to go through texts and emails right now. So I was asking the same question you guys are asking, and people. That's the best answer I got as far as it. Uh, you know when you can place your bets. And look, as far as the bill goes, Shime, it's a good bill for the sports better. I say that because you're gonna have a lot of options. The race books and casinos are gonna be able to have their own thing plus a partner, which should help them offset some costs. And then there are seven, as far as I can tell, untethered mobile licenses. Correct. So they're going to have the brick and mortars, which are the casinos and racetracks, plus the untethered. And Ryan Butler recovers this stuff. I was just, I had, I just pulled this tweet. Sure, up. go ahead, read it. Read yeah. It. So go Ryan ahead. Butler was saying that DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, Caesars, and Barstool seem like the likeliest books to earn those online sports betting licenses. Yep. WinBet is also one as well. But plus, so those, those six or seven. Plus the the actual standalones, like there's going to be, I think, double digit opportunities of different books. Yeah, like you'll didn't be able he to say like fifteen opportunities day. almost kind of thing. So that that's the whole point. And again, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, it, it's great for them that they have sports betting. If you ask people who have to, and myself included, who bet in Rhode Island or New Hampshire, in Rhode Island you can only bet on the RI Sportsbook app. So it's either that or nothing. And in New Hampshire, we love New Hampshire, love the Granite Strait, we love DraftKings. You can't shop around, and there's no. There's no benefit in New Hampshire for DK to be offering you major bonuses, incentives, stuff like that, Shime. If you yes. in, in Connecticut, I'll just tell you, like, FanDuel and DK are actively trying to recruit people to bet with them. And so 100%. they're in competition. You get better deals. If you have upwards of 10, 12, 15 different sports books, We are going to be getting promotions like crazy. That's, that's, it, well, the, the promotions are one. Two is that you're going to be able to shop the line a little bit. Yep. Exactly. And when it comes, this is where like the, the the Patriots will be maybe a half point difference in some places. Over under is half point difference. Where you really see differences in pr- the prop bet markets, yes. like prop betting happening in the state. Some of these books, there are just so many prop shine, they can't get them all right. And so if you're able to, when these lines come out, capitalize. Mac Jones is let's say is over under passing total is two forty five at DraftKings, two forty five at FanDuel. 230 at Caesars, like, okay, boom, you know where you're betting there. So from a prop betting standpoint, the more of these mobile options you have and brick and more options, like 
It's just it's better for the better. Yeah, I was trying to explain this to Ken Laird this morning on the Greg Hill show because he's filling in for Greg today. And he was like, do people actually do that? I go, yes. Legitimate gamblers absolutely shop around for the best price they can get. Because if you're looking, say you're doing the Celtics team total win total for futures, right? If FanDuel said it's 56.5, but DraftKings is only 52.5, that's a massive difference. And so you're going to shop, depending on how you feel, if you feel that they're going to be over, you're going to lean towards DraftKings. And if you feel they're going to be under you're leaning towards FanDuel so it's like you're absolutely shopping around for the best value you can get from all these different books and so the more options we have the more options we have to shop and and the better we can be as betters anyone who is betting seriously is shopping for their best price absolutely like I would say to Ken like imagine if you went to buy a car and only one dealership sold cars well Mm -hmm. guess what they got you over barrel to some extent it's that price and you can't do anything about it so th- that part of it's good. The college betting, I- I- I'm shocked that college betting was included basically in full. Even the mass schools, which you can't bet on, you can, like if UMass makes the tournament, you can then bet on them. So Even the Senate, if the games are in Massachusetts too, which is wild. The Senate broke on that. Um, the tax rate is is pretty good. Like Someone asked Reasonable. me, do, do you pay the tax on that? No, that's the tax rate they charge back to the different books and operators. So you never get you don't get taxed on that. I saw someone that someone said the bass the, the masters like sports betting laws or there's something we they may need to fix, but uh, that's down the road. Um, but you know you don't get charged a tax on that. The sports books do. Yeah, and, and the lower their York, tax like rate 50%? is, the more. Yeah, New Hampshire fifty percent. Yeah, like it's so the and so it's, it's a one and New Hampshire makes a lot of money. There was a good reason why they signed up with just one retailer because DraftKings gave them a sweetheart deal. So it makes sense there for the state. The state's making a lot of money for education in the six hundred three. So good job by them. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good bill. Now, if you want to be able to bet by credit card, they did not include that. So the Senate got a win on the credit card part of it. Um, which I'm fine with, Shime. Yep, I, I never, I don't understand how you can use a credit card at a casino. Like it's yeah. not really, it's, it's not really it's your wild money. To me. That's a bad, bad road to go down. Like I think you, you should not be able to bet. I mean, you should not be able to buy lottery tickets with a credit card. You should be able to bet on sports with a credit card. So I'm totally fine with that. Yep. I'll tell you one thing that uh, I was texting with back and forth about people that it's a little bit newsworthy. The the advertising, there's nothing directly in there about a ban on advertising. The Mass Gaming Commission is going to to have some rules and regulations and. I just keep an eye on that. I'm not. I'm not. They're going to black out all advertising in and around games, but there's going to be some restrictions on this. So if you're, you know, in our business like radio and TV, it's something we care about. I don't think the consumer is going to care about it, but you know, it may affect uh, it may affect where and when you can place your ads when it comes to sports betting. But that's a smaller thing. All in all, Shime, like the bill itself, looks like a good bill if you're a sports better in this state. Yeah, for us, the people, this is a friendly bill for us, and I am yep. thrilled to be able to see uh, all of the uh, opportunity that's going to be coming up. It's, and it's great. I'm willing to celebrate it today. I, I will just, to be the wet blanket, like it never should have taken this long. No, like it's, absolutely it's, it's not. It's comical. Not. Uh, I will never let the lawmakers off the hook. I think there are some lawmakers today that are trying to take a victory lap on this, um, and I, to which I would say like, this should have happened years ago. Like I mean, it's Yes, we can celebrate it today. But overall, like Massachusetts dragged their feet and cost themselves millions of dollars by and, dragging their feet in this. And I am a you know a casual gambler and stuff like that. But credit yeah. to you for you know raking the coals a little bit and <laughs> and, and messaging your guys in in the rooms and in the discussions yeah. and kind of you know and be you know let us bet segments and you know even even though we're in Massachusetts, the Monday Night Program sponsored by the wonderful FanDuel sure Sportsbook. Yep. So you know what now now mutt. You're going to be able to actually give out FanDuel bets, and people can actually make them. It's a wonderful thing. 
it's a great, great thing. It's a, it's a great thing. It should happen years ago, but again, I, I don't, I don't want to be the the wet blanket completely on this. It should be a really good day. Yeah, just the timing part of it. Like I, I know people have the they they want to bet tomorrow. Like the 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 technology is there to do it, but unfortunately, it, it, we're not going to be able to. In this state, and you it have is to cross it is. your T's and dot your I's. Here. To be honest, I, like and that's the thing. And we kind of talked about this off the top, but I'm fine with this. Is if the brick and mortar establishments are good to go in a couple of weeks, and then. Even if we just have FanDuel DraftKings, because those are the two most well-established uh, skins in the area, ready to go for week one of the NFL season, I can handle that. If the rest aren't good to go until Christmas time uh, or the new year, fine. It is what it is. Like if I can't bet through the the Caesars or BetMGM until you know January first of twenty twenty three, I'll, I'll live with that. Like that's okay. Um, and, and I think that that should be a reasonable expectation for us as the the consumers. Yeah, and this will probably sound a little bit jumbled. My head's just spinning from the last six hours sure. of going back and forth and not really sleeping much. But uh, it should be a really good thing for the state. It should be a really good thing for sports bettors here in Massachusetts. Uh, it's good for the local economy. Awesome uh, for the con- economy. As, as, part of this, um, as part of the bill, at least the one that I saw today, and I assume it's the one that the Governor Baker signs here at some point in the next day or two, um, they're going to put a committee together to study the feasibility of the standalone, uh, like DraftKings retail location, right where you yeah, stop in. Yeah, like the in. kiosks. Yeah, and also the feasibility of having restaurants, like uh, like the lottery that you go to, uh, like being the able to play keno or something yeah, at a it, restaurant. It, it, right, I'm just going to say, like go to the establishment here in North Chelmsford, you can play keno. Well, what they the restaurants would say was, we want to have the opportunity to sell people sports betting tickets, and you can say, well. We, we, you know, you, you have your phone. What does it matter? Well, it might draw clientele into a restaurant. Might keep them there longer if they can bet there. Some people don't want to bet on their phone. Some people actually want a ticket still. Like yeah. there are people that still read the newspaper, want the newspaper in their hands every day. Some people still want that ticket. And uh, as someone who has held the ticket, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's actually fun to walk up to the cashier afterward and be like, "Yep, I won. Here, scan my ticket." And they give also, you the cash. There, there's companies that you can resell your ticket times. Even a, a yes. future on the Patriots bet. Well, if you have it on your phone. I can't transfer that, but if I have the ticket that says, uh, you know, I have Patriots at 45-1 to 1 to win the AFC, and they win their first five games and you want to sell that, well, guess what? If you have the actual ticket, you can resell it. So you, you'll be able to do that at casinos anyway, get a ticket, but these restaurants, uh, which I, I'm totally for, uh, want in on the opportunity as well, so you can look into that. And I also think, and, and few people, uh, it's not the biggest headline of this, um, as part of this deal, they have made it very attractive for somebody to come in here, whether it's uh, you know a, a local group or a, a you know a big racing company, to come in and reestablish thoroughbred horse racing in Massachusetts, you know we I, I've talked to my friend Jessica Paquette, who's worked with Suffolk Downs for years. Like it's just it's a a sin that this state with the history, both New Hampshire and Massachusetts, there is no live horse racing right now. You have live standard bred or harness racing at Plain Ridge, but they built into this bill, like basically if you come in and run a thoroughbred race track, they're going to give you a sports license. Yep. So. They they want that. The state knows there's a lot of money in that. They know there is some uh, some uh, some money both in travel and tourism if they put something next together. So as somebody who's like a horse racing fan, like this is a double win for me, Shine, because I think this is going to expedite somebody reestablishing thoroughbred racing, even if it's only for like a boutique two or three week summer fall meet. 
I think now in the next 10 years, it's going to happen here in Massachusetts. I'm convinced of that. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be shocked. And you, you mentioned it. They are, they're basically going to hand them a sports license when they open one up. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be a bad, like you, I think you mentioned this on the morning show. What, what's stopping, like, you know, the crafts from opening one up down the street no from Gillette so that there's no a doubt. sports book right down the street from Gillette? Like, that's the perfect opportunity. Yep, and what I don't see yet in this, I like, I don't, I don't know if this means like, I know Fenway has said they want the, they would have an idea of a sports book, the, the, the guard, the same sort of thing. I don't see in this bill, as far as I can tell, the window for say the Celtics to offer up or even like uh, to partner up with somebody. Yet. I, I don't like see I have that. a brick and mortar. I don't see that yet, and maybe yeah. I'm missing that in the some of the details I'm looking through and the, the actual the PDF of the bill is like 49 pages, so. Maybe yeah, I'm missing it, but too. I don't. I don't see. I don't see that part of it in here. And if you're looking for a Fenway sports book, it's interesting like too because, like, I know having been in other stadiums, and I know that they have sports books attached attached to them. Yep. Like, it's definitely feasible. And for a place like Gillette, who already happens to have a DraftKings fantasy zone, <laughs> that's a very easy change. Yeah. Add a couple windows, and it becomes the DraftKings zone. And it's you can sports gamble and deal with your fantasy football, and it all and it's all in it's an all in one. And so, um, you know, I, again, we don't really know if there's any language in particular in the bill itself, but I feel like from a regular logistics standpoint, f- from the stadium's perspective, it should be a very easy ad for a place like the Garden, Gillette, and Fenway. It should be if and they're maybe allowed. I'm, maybe I'm missing it in here. Maybe there is a window to do it. Uh, I have not seen it. The teams for sure. Uh, I know the local teams all have been part of trying to push for this to happen. Yeah. Um, they also pushed to, to get rid of the advertising ban, which I think is one of the reasons why the Senate uh, acquiesced on that. But overall, the bill, it's, it's, it, it was long overdue. But I, I thought they passed a bill, Shine, if I'm being completely honest. I thought they passed a bill that was going to suck. So I was fully. My bar for that. was set so low, like no college betting. Well, I didn't even think we were going to pass a bill. So my bar was literally <laughs> as low as you could that get. Too. And then even if we did get a bill, I didn't expect any college. I knew there wasn't going to be credit cards. I didn't think we were going to be untethered. I assumed we were going to have like one mass sports bet app similar to Rhode Island, or like one skin like in New Hampshire. And I was like, okay, this is going to be. Even if we do get something, it's going to be putrid. And to the credit of the people who got this finally done, it's actually a really good bill for us. I can't. And by the way, as talking to somebody who, again, the listener probably doesn't care about this, but it's good for the operators too. Like they did not make this where operators wouldn't be happy with it. You've seen in no. different states where their operators made saying, it worth "Look, it. we we can't make money because the tax rate is this, the penalties are this, and you know the, there's gonna be a five million dollar upfront fee. The mobile only is gonna be a million dollars a year." That's a lot of money for the state. Like, that's another part. Of, think of all the money that's going to stop going out of the state now and going to stay here now. And just the influx of these operators, they're going to pay these fees. That's a big boon for Massachusetts. If they have this up and running in September, Mutt, the, the, the spike in money that they see from the beginning of the NFL season would be insane. And, and I, I kind of mentioned this to Ken this morning, like, I think if you're able to get it up and running for the most part, and it's not entire, not in its entirety, but you know, well enough by September 7th or whatever opening day of football season is, if you're able to get everything up and going by then, like, you're going to see a crap load of money come into this state in the month of September. Well, it'll because stay here. All well, of the new people, also, leave the state. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but it, it'll flatten out a little bit, right? Because a lot of the the extremely casual gamblers who are just kind of in it for the original thrill and then are kind of done with it will move on, but there will still be a, a massive influx of cash every month. 
which is wild. And then and then you'll see spikes again with things like the Super Bowl and March Madness and oh, yeah. the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs. Like that's going to be insanity. Uh, so the five locations, just so we have this out there, the, the five spots that have been granted licenses are Encore, Boston Harbor, MGM Springfield, Plain Ridge Park Casino, which is a barstool property. Would not be surprised if that ends up being like Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep, that's Penn National. Uh, Raynham Park, and then Suffolk Downs. Like So Suffolk Downs, their, their simulcasting facility did get a sports betting license. And then additionally to those five, there are seven more untethered. So that's at least 12 different which is operators. Awesome. And by the way, some of those, I, I, I think it's going to be up to potentially 17 because those five I said can also team up with a different sports book. Yeah. So, I, again, the timeline of this is what you care about, folks. I can't give you a hard and fast answer. I, I don't even think the, the lawmakers can right now because there's going to, it is Massachusetts, so this won't be the fastest process, but hopefully at one of those or all those five locations physically, you'll be able to bet during the football season. Which would be great, uh, and that would just be absolutely awesome. And um, and so I'm, I am just I'm excited that we get, we're able to get this done. I didn't expect it to happen. I expected to be disappointed this morning when I got up. I did too. I saw I no too. news when I got up at three thirty this morning. Uh, the only thing I saw was your tweet at two thirty saying nothing has happened. <laughs> I know nothing, and I was very confused. And then five o'clock in the morning rolls around, and doesn't this tweet pop up on my phone? That says they got a deal done. So I, you were up getting ready for work. I was going in and out of sleep, and and just, just it was. uh, It's a really, really good day, and we we joked about it, but we spent a lot of time on on my show and and just trying to, trying to to get people's eyes open to the idea of you may not be a diehard better, you may not be, you know, betting every day, but just it didn't make any financial sense for the state not to legalize this and monetize it. Like it just it was happening already whether it's legal in a neighboring state or, by the way, offshore or illegally and untaxed right now in our state. So bookies will still be operated. People, people, not everyone's going to want to sign up for this and do it legally. Bookies will still be able to do what they do. And uh, now you'll be able to at least do it uh, through one, a major, major operator. They'll be able to operate and start to get some of that money back that has been leaving the state for the last uh, couple of years since New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Connecticut have all gone legal, Shime. All gone legal, and now Mass is going legal as well. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh, I'll have a lot more on this. I'm absolutely opening the show with this tonight at 6. Oh, of course I'll you be are. talking about this at 6 o'clock I would tonight. expect nothing less from you. And you know what? Now, much big bet. People will actually be able to bet on it eventually. I know, but. right? Uh, speaking of, and, and we'll have a lot more on this uh, in the upcoming days. Start to get more details in this, and, and we'll talk to more people. Uh, the people I talked to were you know, they, they were at the state house, so they're they're probably in sleep right now after staying up all night to try to get this thing done. And I, but I, I should I should give the, some credit to the lawmakers here because they the, you and I both thought it wasn't going to happen because the stubbornness of lawmakers shine. The, the Senate side especially, um, led, I think, by Eric Lesser and company, they acquiesced. If you look at what they a wanted lot. versus what they got, Chime, they gave a lot to that. that the, the, it looks a lot like the House bill here, except for, you know, no credit cards and you can't bet on mass teams. But, I mean. And those are those are exchanges I'll take. Like, if I'm the House, it's like I got everything else except those two things. Those are the only two things yeah. that I had to acquiesce on. I'm okay with this. It looks. I'm, I'm shocked to say it looks a good bill. It yeah. looks a good. I'm, I, maybe there's a poison pill in there. We're not seeing in the first couple hours of this being available. But by all indications, everyone I've talked to is pleasantly surprised by the fact that a they got a dunshime and b it's an actual real good bill. Yeah, the sports better. This is awesome. Um. So look, you're gonna. I, I I will give you a fair warning. Like, is this? It won't happen tomorrow. No. 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 But you, no. Well, that, well the, the betting's not going to happen tomorrow. But this will not happen tomorrow either. But it's coming. A lot of people 
a lot of people are going to pretend to know what the hell they're talking about with this. Just <laughs> be advised, man. Be advised. Yep. It's going to be head on the swivel, baby. The advertising with this is going to be insane. The promotional stuff's going to be insane on this, and everyone's going to try to jump in and 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 try to give you picks and bets and all that crap. Just st- go go to where go to where you feel people are really actually betting, folks. Go and, to people and, you trust. Don't yeah, just, don't just ju- don't just take advice from anyone. Be aware. <sighs> Uh, Red Sox, we had some good Red Sox bets yesterday, right? Sure did. We hit all three. You and I were both in on Verdugo total bases, which cashed. You had uh, the strikeouts for, I forget the pitcher's name. Ashby. Yeah, over six, yep. over five and a half strikeouts. He had six. That's a win. Yep. yep. And then I had uh, the Red Sox plus a half a run through five innings. They scored five runs in the fifth inning uh, <laughs> to cover that 2-0 deficit they were in. And uh, I hit that. So, you know what? We're heading into tonight in really great shape. Yep, and I got to admit, I've not looked at one thing for tonight yet. Because, I have. I got. Okay. I got two bets for you. Um, I'll cover yours for you since I was. I was very prepared. You were. You were dealing with this all night, texting people. I woke up bright eyed yep. and bushy tailed and, and had bets ready to go. Um, today I'm going to be taking Jose Altuve over one and a half total bases. Nathan Avaldi's allowing a two ninety five batting average to right handed batters. So uh, just about any right handed batter uh, in the Astros lineup. I would take a look at tonight. This Astros team is very good, uh, which means I'm also going to be taking the Astros minus one and a half uh, on the run line here at plus 120. The Red Sox have not won back-to-back games in over a month at this point. Um, They won last night, which means they won't win tonight. So I'm taking the Astros minus one and a half. I didn't want to lay the minus 180 on the money line, so I'll just take the run line. And the game does feel like a footnote. I feel like the next 24 hours are going to be crazy. With the trade deadline, yeah. Trade deadline is Tuesday at 6 uh, J.D. Martinez thinks he's going somewhere. The Astros are actively talking about Christian Vasquez. The Red Sox brought a, an extra catcher with them on this trip, Shime, like on the In taxi case squad. They trade like, Vasquez. I, I, it's pretty clear that, that they're, by the way, they're 51 and 52. So if he went full sell mode, like honestly, there'd be a lot of Red Sox fans that say, the team stinks. They're not a real contender. Go for it. You know, I, I think they're going to try to do two things at once. I think they'll try to trade J.D. and Vasquez and get back. Uh, major league talent as part of it, but they don't feel like a real contender. And I say that and then say that last year the Braves didn't feel like a contender. They traded for a brand new outfield, went and won the World Series. So yeah. uh, it feels like the Red Sox can be very active. Reading from Jeff Passan this morning, once the Juan Soto thing happens and they, people think that he's going to be traded between now and tomorrow at 6, the floodgates will open. Well, because so. that'll kind of set the market, right? You Depending on what you get for Juan Soto, it'll kind of set the market for everyone else, therefore. I mean, there, there's also thought that they might trade Otani between now and 6 o'clock. But that I, would I, be, if, if Otani gets traded, I would, and the Red Sox don't get him, I would be, I would, I would go nuts. I, yeah, I just want just, Otani in a Red Sox uniform. I, I would love to see him in a, on a real, like. Wiggy might, Wiggy might lose his mind if Otani comes to Boston. Uh, just put him on a real team. Put him on Phil. I mean, uh, the, Red, the Red Sox having will be awesome. But, I mean, Red Sox, Yankees, Phillies, Cubs, White Sox, like an East Coast team that plays in prime time, people can watch like that. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be huge for baseball, shine. It would be frankly, massive. If it would there. be massive. I completely agree with you. I just think if they're going to get the most value, I, that's why I didn't think Soto was going to get dealt because to make a deal like that, you want like months to evaluate talent. I think to trade Otani, you've got to really – you want to get all the suitors involved. And you're really going to get your – if you're the Angels, are you maximizing your trade return on Otani by trading it tomorrow by 6? No. My answer is probably no. Um, so Red Sox feel active. The game yesterday does not feel all that important. Uh, Christian Vasquez feels going to be traded. J.D. Martinez, Nate Valdez on the mound tonight. So uh, I'll have a much big bet on the broadcast tonight, but I've not done the deep side dive right now. Uh, I got to tell you, Mutt, I am yeah. 
I'm in such a good mood today because me too. Well, me too. The, all, the only thing I can else? think of is next year at the Masters, I'm going to be able to sit on my couch and live bet <laughs> whole hole by hole, player versus player. I, it's oh, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. It's pretty wait. funny. I've not I, again. It's the fa- the fatigue of tracking this thing since about four o'clock this morning or two forty five when I woke up to like it's for me. It really hasn't set in yet. Like when the governor signs it and they give me a timetable when it's going to happen. Then it will set in, like, but it's, wow. Doesn't feel real. Last hour. Last hour. Um, I, can I get, oh, okay, Mass Gaming Commission. Can I give you a quote that they just gave our buddy Steve Ruddick of Pops.com? Asked about a timetable for mass sports betting launch. Quote, a lot of work is already done. We'd be able to get those regulations in place nimbly, and we'd be able to start issuing licenses to those who are eligible under the new law to start accepting sports bets. So it sounds like the the Mass Gaming Commission feels like they can get something done pretty quickly, quickly here. Wow, which is wild. Uh, the Mass Gaming Commission has already done significant work on this front. Could release draft regul so regulations, right? So the, the, the so the governor will sign it, and the commission will have the regulations in place. Those regulations will spell out some advertising responsible gaming policies. Like I said, that was left up the regulators in the bill. Look for Massachusetts to tread new ground, just as it did when they legalized casino gambling, implemented the first two first of their kind programs, Game Sense and Play My Way. Uh, we'd be able to get those very. I, I would say weeks, if not months. Looks right here. Wow. I can't We're going big time, Shime. We're going big time. <sighs> Bet, I'm so Bet QL Boston can now give out bets people can bet on in Boston. How about that? Uh, How about that? Well, now, uh, now EEI needs to get with the times, and we have to have a gambling show on the air every week. Uh, I'll I'll say it. I'll be I'll be the one to say it. Oh, trust me, Shyam. There'll be a lot of gambling shows <laughs> that pop up now. A lot of people that never talked about betting in their lives are going to be telling you bet bet this bet this nine team parlay tonight. Oh, get ready for that. Get, get you're going to be annoyed by it. And I I I I I will use her as an example. My guess is some Campbell company is like, how can we get Courtney Cox to be our spokesperson? She said. <laughs> she said today. Uh, wouldn't it make sense if you're just going to bet $500 on stuff, like that you just put like $100 on all the teams with the craziest odds to win the Super Bowl? And I go, no, that's that would not work. Uh, this is coming. This is, like, this is inside baseball, but this part's coming. Like, uh, get ready. Get ready for this. Uh, all right, so Reese, what are your baseball bets tonight? Jose Altuve over one and a half total bases and the Astros. Astros on the run line, yep. Okay, I'll have a big bet during what's big bet. We're 500, by the way, so we're going we're gonna to bounce back on much. Yeah, you got to be better than the Red Sox. Come on. All right, my mind is swimming here, Shine. We've gone way longer than I thought we we're going to go, yep. but it's a big day. It's Legalized sports day. betting it's is coming it. to Massachusetts, baby. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and uh, the Odyssey app, which is now uh, updated in some places. Check that out, Shine. And BetQL Boston on the Twitter, as the kids say. Yes, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it'll end up right in your inbox. Feel free to tweet at us. You can tweet at our personal accounts or the Boston BetQL account. We will see it. We will respond. We will talk about it because we just uh, we love being in communication with the people, and we are excited. We want to hear how excited you are because I know our guy Scott from New Balance immediately hit me up on the Twitter as soon as this as soon as the uh, announcement was made this morning. So I know there's people out there who are excited, uh, as excited as we are. So please feel free to reach out. Uh, a very good day. Uh, the bill heading to the governor. He will sign it, and then the clock will start on the uh, countdown to when he can actually place a legal sports bet in Massachusetts. Oh, man. Monday, <laughs> August 1st, 2022. The day of our Lord. It's a new day, Chris Shine. We'll talk tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. I can't wait, Mud. I'll talk to you then.